one thing I would say is if anyone is actually interested in just in like a good dark view of uh, Christian, like just how culture and society, what uh, goes in the U.S., watch Moral Oral. Oh, that's so good. You know, what's funny is I really thought you were about to recommend a, a book on like our modern American culture, <laughs> like, like a Howard Zinn adjacent thing on toxic theology. And instead you were just saying something I could watch on Adult Swim at like 930 p.m. Oh, yeah. No, no, I would not. I, I wouldn't recommend any books because then you're just going to fall into a Richard Dawkins hall and no one needs that anymore. Yeah. Rob, did you ever see Moral Oral? It's uh, Dino Stamatopoulos. No, I have no idea what that is. It is this claymation pass. Uh, series. Stop Hard for a minute. Pass. About no, his I've already left. I'm getting in my car. Hyper-religious Protestant this upbringing. This fucking thing will not start, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. I mean, it, it's just, it's just, uh, it's more just imagine like, you know. I'd love to go, but you have to well, let me out of the spot. Overly <laughs> aggressive spot Midwestern. go. Just well, I'm old. waiting for you now. Welcome to Dumb and Awful. This is Brett. This is John. And I'm Rob. Hello, friends. Alrighty. We're going to talk about... Who are we talking about? Chuck, Chuck fucking Schumer. I can't wait to hear what great things Chuck has planned for the new Congress. Like, he, he he's really got Trump by the balls. We've got, we're going to put the screws to Republicans. So what's happening with old Chuck? So Rob's on his deathbed, and the only reason he's here is because I promised to talk about Chuck Schumer. So All Chuck, right, my expectations have been set. Chuck, fre- fresh off uh, the Democrats winning the House and not doing that well in the Senate, which I'm pretty sure he's a little happy about because he has no power currently. Fresh off of that, and a story from the New York Times about how he helped bury some investigations on Facebook uh, for his daughter and for some of his own investments. Chuck Schumer is is now negotiating for the wall, and he has decided today that he has gone out to reporters to state that the Democrats are not willing to go over $1.6 billion for the wall, which I, I don't know if you all know this about negotiating, but it's always a good strategy to give your upper limit when you go in. So that way, the counterparty knows to just negotiate right at that limit. Brett, uh, let me just interject briefly as I destroy the stress ball in my hand. Um, what do you think most charitably he's trying to accomplish by this? Honestly, it sounds like everybody on both parties, because the election's over, they just want to get something passed and go home. And he's hoping he can just say, like, just take the one and a half billion, 1.6 billion, and let us fucking go home. And that feels pretty appropriate for Chuck. Like, he's not exactly made of stern stuff here. So he just thinks... Politically, if I do something, voters will reward me. Oh no, yeah, it's the typical Democrat mindset of like, well, we have to, we have to collaborate at least a little bit on the bill. Otherwise, we look bad because we're the party of like getting things done and decorum. 
rather than stiffening up and actually trying to force any sort of showdown, he's just trying to capitulate enough to move this shit along. Uh, Voters do love collaborators. That's a term that it has a great Q score. <laughs> collaborators. He also went out of his way to say, and I quote, we are for strong border security, Schumer declared, giving a little fist pump in the air for emphasis. Hell yeah, Chuck. This is the the day, what, a day, two days after the Border Patrol shot tear gas at a, at a bunch of children, a bunch of uh, asylum seekers at the border. Yeah, I will say in their defense, as lots of right wing people have pointed out, that uh, that Obama had the uh, had uh, the Border uh, Patrol also shooting tear gas at protesters back in, I believe, 2015 was uh, the the story when there was another uh, group of uh asylum seekers man if i was like a super hardcore obama fan that would be that'd be crushing but yeah i know i I know it's just always really really good that like people got really woke about shit once there was a really evil person that that they could attach it to instead of their instead of their friend the uh obama not even evil by the way not even i don't think it's evil thing because he definitely had some evil policies and that didn't seem to bother anyone I think That's what was, I mean. They, I think, you never talk about it. You never yeah. talk about it when, when it was Obama there, because he's got he's he, he was so presidential. You got, you know? got the he, veneer, the mask. That's what Dude, it was. Could, it was the fact that he could go to the correspondence dinner and like riff and tell jokes, and people were like, <laughs> "I'm not thinking about migrants at all." <laughs> oh yeah, like I mean, think Reagan. I mean, that was his whole thing. Like. He could set up and did whoopsie, did a little treason with that with the Iran Contra scandal. Like it was that guy. That guy just was a pioneer of owning it. When he was like, I know I have no real memory of selling arms to the Contras, but reality seems to dictate that I did. So whatever, I guess <laughs> that worked, and now, that that was the seedling that sprouted. Trumpism, where you don't even have to go like, well, reality says X. You can just skip that part and just say, ah, I don't, I don't know about that. In fact, the opposite. Reagan pisses me off so much that uh, when I listen to Killer Mike's song Reagan, I have to uh, edit the uh, edit the MP3 to remove the uh, intro at the beginning, where they, he just plays the the beginning of that Reagan press conference where he denies taking taking having any part in the Iran Contra scandal. <laughs> it was like a good like 20 second bit and i just I, I had to edit it after it killed me i love that song but i mean oliver fucking north should have gone to prison and instead he ran the nra for a few years so yeah and and shot some major ropes in uh some classic videos <laughs> this whole showdown uh over the budget might seem like it's very recent because we just had like feels like 10 other fucking budget bills because we did they've done them piecemeal this year so this one is purely about interior environment financial services hud agriculture commerce justice state and homeland security everything else is funded so human services health and human services education labor all the dod of course all of that's funded so it's just those that is up for debate the homeland security is the reason it's a problem they want to give them Way more money for Kirsten Nielsen to spend doing racist bullshit at the border. Fantastic. And, and the Republicans need nine votes from the Democrats in the Senate in order to pass anything. And because their own party won't vote for shit in the House, their uh, Freedom Caucus won't, they need 
Pelosi to get them a few votes there too, which I makes things Freedom real Caucus. interesting. Thank you, Freedom Caucus. You have saved America <laughs> since since tw- like continuously since like 2010. Like just being fucking nut jobs that that stopped Obama from destroying uh, Social Security and Medicare. Thank you. The one thing the Freedom Caucus has proven, though, is that if you stake out a position and you don't sway, you will get concessions. They're too fucking stupid to take the really good concessions they get sometimes. But it's one of those things where I keep if if the progressives did something like that, they could probably extract some fantastic concessions from the Democrats. Yeah, I, I don't think there's enough progressives yet. But th- yes, that is exactly We're close. my dream for for like a post twenty twenty. Bernie, Bernie is president. He's gotten another. He's gotten a, a bunch of Democrats and open seats primary and f- some proper progressives in there. And then they just form a large caucus that has to be has to be uh, appeased. How much that's is it? That's my dream. That's how that's how like poisoned I am is like that's my like, oh, wow, things could be marginally better. I, I, I can I, going back to Chuck Schumer, I do. I've heard some some liberals and centrists just trying to defend this already, saying, well, it doesn't matter if we give money to the wall because it'll be in the planning stages for years and then we can just take it away, which I I mean, I guess that could be a plan, but how could anyone stand to like believe like to want to trust these people? when they're just presuming the presidency will be handed to them and, or like i mean what are the what are the odds the democrats are able to beat trump in 2020 like knowing what they're going to try and pull beto met with apac today by the way yeah like that's just a thing yeah i'm i'm trying to ignore the 2020 stuff because as soon as the holidays are over that's all we'll hear about for the next year and a half 18 19 months yeah to your to your point about having a wall strategy that implies you'll win in 2020 for sure and can defund that is almost exactly what obama had in mind when he put in into place policies that relied on hillary clinton winning in 2016 as we can see it's never a, a guarantee there's a bigger issue there too even it, it's the Democrats doing what they do best, which is focusing on little nitpicky tactical bullshit rather than the bigger picture. The bigger picture is you're once again fucking capitulating to what is full on white nationalism. Oh, brown people are on the border. We need a giant fucking wall. That No, fuck you. Don't give him a goddamn dime. Period. I don't give a shit if it's going to get locked in committee or if it's going to take forever to spend or if it's going to be distributed and it's going to be more of a it's going to be more of a fence instead of a wall. Like, I don't really fucking care. Don't capitulate for strategic shit that lets the white nationalist feel like he won. Fuck you. Don't fucking do it. They need your vote. Force the goddamn issue. Grow a goddamn pair of balls or a spine. Anything, Schumer, that causes you to actually do your fucking job and extract some concessions you have the swaying votes extract some goddamn concessions don't give them away yeah now but my problem is how many of the democrats are also white nationalists like i mean joe manchin clearly but there were there like between uh what joe connelly heidekamp they all that were all like, mm, maybe ending birthright citizenship. Maybe we should see if the courts would let us do that. 
Well, make on the deal. plus side, like, a lot of them are leaving. So there's yes, that. yeah. Oh, definitely. But I mean, like, how many? Like, fuck. I mean, you really want to like sit like Diane Feinstein down and <laughs> and really dig into that question? Like, you want to hear what that answer is? I don't know. I just want Chuck Schumer to go away. I actually, uh, I can't tell if. I am more relieved or if he's more relieved that they didn't win the Senate because now I don't have to deal with him having any actual power in the next Congress. I'm pretty fucking relieved because now what he does doesn't matter. I can rely on Nancy Pelosi, who for all of her many sins, her, for all her flaws that we covered last time, is infinitely better than Chuck Schumer because she has oh. the ability to say no, at least occasionally, and to get people in line. Oh, absolutely. No, no, I was going to say, yeah, Nancy Pelosi is pretty good for a democrat which is extremely damning of democrats yeah yeah so this this border thing my brother texted me i got a text from him my brother rules by the way he's the coolest guy i know i love my brother he, he thinks fort lauderdale florida is the coolest city on earth <laughs> because you got everything you need there and i went you'll oh, surely you don't mean everything and he went you know everything beaches babes and brews also <laughs> beach volleyball with beaches babes and brews like that guy's got his head screwed on right and he texted me yo i thought schumer was a democrat what's the deal with this wall and the only way i could explain it to him <laughs> was like if we're assuming this isn't just bad faith like schumer has donors that'll end up building the wall so whatever i'll throw some money at it i'll still seem like the reasonable guy and that'll be that the most charitable way of reading it, though, I think. It's like one person saying, I want a big Nazi flag. Chuck Schumer going, what if I give you a slightly smaller Nazi flag? And the first person being like, all right, well, I kind of wanted a big Nazi flag. Aha, well, look, now the voters will see that you are the one refusing to compromise. Which, maybe that was politically viable at some point. But in 2018, politically, there's no voters left that actually want compromise and vote based on it. The whole like, well, if he doesn't take this and he shuts down the government, he's the one that's unreasonable. There's no audience left that appreciates that anymore, number one. And number two, you're still giving him a Nazi flag. You know what I mean? Like just <laughs> the moral, the, it doesn't work even in its most charitable interpretation. Chuck Schumer is the guy coming back. He, he's Chamberlain coming back to the House of Commons and going, Oh, you know, he wanted both the Netherlands and Belgium, and I only gave him the Netherlands. So, as you know, I'm a great negotiator. Like, ah, I feel like that wasn't really the part, point here, man. I mean, it, it really is dumb or awful here. Because <laughs> if it's the charitable reading, he's just an idiot. He just doesn't have any feel for what people actually want. Even assuming people wanted compromise, it would be morally abhorrent to compromise with where the right currently is and if that's not what it's about he's just doing it out of naked ambition well that that, that that's just awful that's someone who knows that there is no accountability for him whatsoever other than a handful of donors that'll keep him in power perpetually I, so, it's 100 percent the second one i have also heard some defending Schumer is saying is, oh, no, no, the, the $1.6 billion he's proposing is just extra border security. Except, of, of course, that's also a really fucked thing. But one thing that is for certain is that a lot of Democrats, a lot of the liberals and 
uh, centrists are very in favor of militarizing the border. Oh, like yeah. it's like it's really fucked up. Even if it is for more border security, who the fuck wants more CBP or ICE in this country at all? Much less more of them on the border doing the evil shit they're doing. One of them just tried to do a fucking baby reveal and, and is burning half of Arizona to the fucking ground. That's a border patrol agent just did that. Another one, some positives. Another one just uh, murdered a trans woman after they basically like physically abused the poor woman. Uh, they just shot tear gas at children. Like we want more of those people. That's the compromise position is to hire more of these dead-eyed fucking Nazis to build more of a fascist apparatus. Like that. That is your compromise position, Chuck. Listen, we don't. We're not going to give them Belgium, but in return, we're going to give more money to hire more SS. Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay, then. Great. Good job, Chuck. It's like the Clinton thing, where. The guard that she did a Guardian interview where she's like, if you really want to stop far right populism, what you got to do is stop immigration because that really gets <laughs> them riled up. That is fucking Christ. Oh, uh, that, okay. that, oh wait, sorry, sorry. Yeah, that has all the courage of like if you if you you're a kid, you're young and you see your father beating your mother and you bold a leader, you get up. And you say, dad, and he looks at you and you pull off your belt and you step towards him and you say, dad, no more. And then you just start wailing on your mom with the belt until he takes <laughs> off his belt and he also starts wailing on her, but in a more reasonable, measured way. That's less likely to cause long-term damage to your immediate area. That's the sort of leadership we have in this country. Uh, I voted for that person, by the way. Oh, Jesus. Schumer? No, Clinton. Although Schumer is my actual elected official. I know. I also voted for Clinton. I know. That was... That that one was upsetting. It, between Clinton and Schumer, it's become clear that they have decided the third way dim strategy of you just move right is it's their only move. Fuck, we're losing. What do we do? I guess move right. Fuck, we're losing again. What do we do? I just guess just move right. We've done this like thirty times. Should we come up with differences? Not like nah. Fuck it. There's always more racist right. suburbs. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, Schumer is the guy who created the fake family in the suburbs and constantly asks what they want. What do, what are they thinking about? More racism, mostly. Oh, 100%. They're thinking about tax credits. Mm. Beautiful <laughs> tax credits. Yo, can I, can, I, can I gamble my tax credits for Counter-Strike Global Offensive skins on an app designed by Cory Book? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That that sound did remind me, I suppose I should say, I voted for Jill Stein. <laughs> Damn, we found them, guys. The reason oh, Trump's in office. Yep, yep. We'll, yep, the, we'll the, string them up. The voter, the voter in Massachusetts. <laughs> it's your fault, John. It's all your fault, you piece of shit. I, I will throw you one more hilarious Chuck Schumer uh, tidbit while we're talking about him, because this always cracked me up. The, the Washington Post did an article about him a while back titled, and this is this is a... A deep cut titled he's not that kind of fighter but with it that wins that was my joke too <laughs> there's so there's so much in that title uh but in that they talk about like if you try to work for chuck schumer things you should expect in the interview process first he may ask for your sat scores second he'll quiz you about where various senators fall on ideological spectrum from zero most conservative to 100 most liberal. It's important to know that there is a correct answer, and it's 75. 
<laughs> what is that? Wait, anyone? what? What does that even mean? I just like to. That's like the most amazing third way centrist view of things. Like you can actually. Well, did you know you can actually score how liberal and conservative you are? And there is a perfect score. And I, my goal is to be at the perfect score of seventy five. Has anyone given a fuck about your SAT score <laughs> aside from your college admission? Uh, like, yes, actually, the biggest douchebags uh, in the oh, world. Oh, I mean, <laughs> oh, Mensa. Um. This is okay. I don't even know if I should say this because you guys are probably going to make fun of me, but like Chuck Schumer, Mm -hmm. like I, I honestly do find it so hard not to just fucking hate this guy. Like he don't resist. Just hate him. He's so constantly abhorrent. John, are you saying something? No, I was just going to say, what? Like, why wouldn't you hate him? Like, that's like he is, he is more of a obstacle to anything I would want from government than most Republicans. Yeah, I mean, he's supposed to be representing the side of good, and it's just he he's doing the things that the bads want you to do all the time, and so like intellectually, I'm constantly bombarded with these facts in my head, you know, but in my heart and just as someone who was raised, uh, in a Christian household, I know that I am still meant to, to love and see the good in him. And I just, I, I struggle with that. Um, you know, I have to really just trust faith that he he is doing his best. Um, Oh my God. Fuck you, bro. You got you got a problem, man. <laughs> well, no, see, I, I mean, you're right in a way. And usually, when I have a problem like this, there's one place I turn, my pharmacist. But after that, I, t- <laughs> I turn to the good book. So, it, um, if it's okay with you guys, I, I found a verse today that I I thought sort of. I mean, it's written by God, so of course it it brings my thoughts together better than I ever could um and you know also hopefully you'll make a little time for this because again it is written by god but i i hope i could maybe share this with you is that okay please by all means okay i i apologize and i i will be reading from um the king james version i know not everybody likes that but uh, sorry i'm not a, a roman mongrel so that's the one i'm i'll be reading from it's uh john 33 26 so this is during the last supper uh, you have to understand it's at the end there's silence simon peter has got his head on jesus's breast and he's saying there's no way anyone would ever betray you and starting in verse 26 uh, jesus answered he it is to whom i give a sop when i have dipped it and when he had dipped the sop he gave it to judas iscariot the son of simon and then jesus unto him that thou doest do quickly so he knows that judas is gonna screw him over he's just hoping it'll be quick you know that's i mean that already that's a level of understanding that i i it's admirable so verse 28 now no man at the table knew for what intent he spake this unto him for some of the disciples thought because judas was holding a bag that jesus had said unto him you know buy those things that we have need of against the feast. 
or that he should give something to the poor. So he then, having received the sop, went immediately out, and it was night. So everyone's like, okay, whatever you're doing, do quickly. He's clearly identified Judas as the bad guy, but everyone's like, he can't be the bad guy. He's probably going to support the poor. He's probably going to get something to help all of us with the feast. Even though it's nighttime, I don't know where he's going. There's really no evidence around me that he's going to produce something good here. But then Jesus spoke to the, the confused mass and he said, little children, yet a little while I am with you. Ye shall seek me. And as I said unto the Jews, whither I go, ye cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give unto you. Chuck Schumer, retire, bitch. <laughs> and by this, all men shall know that you are my disciples. If you have I should, love. I should have known it was just going to shaggy. You were just going to shaggy another. dog us. I just knew it. I, no, I knew he was. I was just waiting for how long it would take. That's not a shaggy dog story. Because <laughs> it's the by, it's written by God, right. who I think knows a well, little more than you. No, because here's here's you, verse verse thirty five. <laughs> by this, all men shall know that you're my disciples if ye have love for one to another. Now, to me, this is God saying by Chuck Schumer being so terrible. And by so many thousands of people saying, fucking retire, bitch, and kill yourself, <laughs> we're forming bonds. We're forming a community of like-minded people that will act in love and that will get something for the poor, that will produce the feast. And that's in the right. Bible. So well, there you to go. To that, I will quote the Bible to you as well. Uh, this is from uh, the, uh, the book of Weber. Uh, a superstar. Uh, every time I look at you, I don't understand why you let the things you did get so out of hand. You'd have managed better if you had it planned. Why'd you choose such a backward time in such a strange land? I don't understand. I hope to God, <laughs> I, I hope to God you get that reference. No, I was quoting. I was quoting uh, the 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 superstar from Jesus Christ Superstar. So I, I don't watch sacrilege. I just read the text. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> to understand things. Speaking of things Jesus doesn't like and doesn't believe in anymore, the climate change. <laughs> Let's talk about climate yeah, yeah. change. Oh, man. So Do we have to? <laughs> last week, the Trump administration tried to be clever. And this is going to surprise everyone. They're terrible at it because they're the most incompetent evil people in a position of power and probably 100 generations. And they try to drop this massive climate report uh, that the American government puts together. This is volume four. Uh, it was supposed to come in December, but instead they dropped it the Friday after Thanksgiving. They thought if uh, Black Friday is going to have a whole new meaning. There you go. They thought they were going to bury it by doing that. That, that by the way, is I, I love it. They do that in New York a lot, too. Like. I remember um, de Blasio dropped his email trove on like the morning after Thanksgiving and every reporter in the entire, every report in the five boroughs just went like, why would you do this? And his press secretary was like, I, I don't, I look, what, I'm not allowed to, I thought you wanted it now. I'm sorry. What days would you prefer I release this information? And it's like literally any other one. Exactly. They thought they'd release it on the Friday after Thanksgiving and then get buried and no one would notice. Not baking on the fact that everyone noticed 
they realized they had no other real good news. So it just sat on the front page of pretty much every news organization for the entire Thanksgiving weekend. And Trump is, of course, said all his usual bullshit about he doesn't believe in climate change. No one cares about that old fuck. The main point of this is is a follow on to the U.N. climate report that came out about two months ago, essentially said we have 12 years to figure this shit out before apocalypse. This is the U.S. government funded version of that. It's U.S. specific. They said much the same stuff. They try to put in economic terms because our shitty ass government and society only knows how to speak in terms of dollars instead of terms of lives. The CNN article resources. literally, literally led with uh, global warming will damage U.S. economy, cost thousands of lives. The lives was the second <laughs> part of the lead. Hell yeah, baby. That you know is like important. institutionalized psychosis. So this this is is this massive omnibus uh, volume. It is called the Fourth National Climate Assessment, Volume Two: Impacts, Risks, and Adapt Adaptation in the United States. It's about sixteen hundred pages long. It's a real page turner. It uh it it starts a little slow. I didn't really love the uh, antagonists of America. It's a little cliche. Uh, he's a little one note, he's a little too douchey. Protagonist of Mother Nature, I liked. It was good. And then like a third of the way through, it takes this awesome turn and you realize it's a it's a revenge novel. And it's just Mother Nature wailing on the US and just murdering all of them. And it, I gotta say, I was pretty in for it. And it was it was a dope ending. I recommend everyone read this. It's fantastic. Would you even say that you were here for it? Would you go that far, Brett? Mm, I think you know, I think I would. I am here for it. Great. I'm calling the police. America, <laughs> America cut your dick off. Uh, I mean, that's what's going to happen to Florida. So, I mean. Yeah, this. It, yeah, so, but there's ne you have to understand, John, it's not just positive outcomes. This is going to hurt a lot of people. <laughs> so, I, no joke. I immediately jumped to what was going to happen to Florida. Like, I dug through this. I found the Southeast chapter. I found the flooding. I, like control after Miami and Florida. And then I ended up reading the whole thing. Cause it was like, it's a fucking page turner. Uh, it is, it is very heavily focused on economic impacts, which I find really frustrating. The impacts to the Southeast as a region are that motherfucker is going to be brutally hot with the point where we're hitting above 90 degrees for a hundred plus days a year, which is insane. It's fucking insane. It's going to be above 80 degrees at night for a hundred plus days a year. Uh, and that's in their like low end assessment. It's got that. Looks it, like my seersucker business is doing a quite well. <laughs> uh, the other big one is uh, the uh, mosquito borne viruses are going to go skyrocket. They already have. I Rob and I lived in Florida. Like Zika is now a thing. When we were younger, there's West Nile. They always did reports on. That's going to be the whole Southeast now. So get used to that shit. The, the massive, what, 500-year floods that we keep getting. Um, the, in 2018, we've had a huge number of what are considered once-in-a-century floods. And those all happened in the last like year or two. That's going to be a constant recurring thing. But the real good news, as John already said, is that Florida is going to die. And I'm fucking excited for it, personally. I have waited so, so long to watch that shitty fucking state die. And it's finally going to happen. It's finally going to happen. I hope when it does happen, future archaeologists don't like the first body they dig up from the ocean floor. 
I hope it's not Rick Scott. And then they just assume all Floridians look like that. Because that would be so fucking embarrassing. Not guy at Pompeii who got covered in ash while wanking embarrassing. But, I mean, pretty close. <laughs> uh, I, I'm. Did you see uh, Ben Shapiro's uh, defense earlier where it's like, oh, migration's not a problem. Uh, those people will just, uh, the people who live in Florida will just sell their houses and move uh, move north. Hell yeah. That's definitely what happens. We have a very mobile population, including all the poor people who can't afford to go anywhere. That's what's going to nah, happen. It's going to be I, fine. I, when 40 million people arrive in Thomasville, Georgia, I'm sure that one Publix across from the Confederate graveyard is going to be able to support the entire economy. A real place, people. A real place. I, I also love the idea of the concept of someone buying this property that is underwater. That is... On the verge of being underwater. That's a fair point. Who the fuck are they selling to? <laughs> Listen, Poseidon took this property. He buried it in salt and blood. But you know what? It. I think it'd be really, really nice if you were a certain kind of fisherman. Like, no. Who the fuck is buying this? No one. Well, except me. I, I'm buying it. I'm buying all of it because I am fucking loving it. Fuck Miami. Fuck Florida. Drown it all. Obviously, I hope the people get out. Other than the ones some, ruining some, it. Some yeah. of the people. I hope my people get out. Fuck the rest of y'all. Honestly, uh, shout out to my people. But if we have to take the L on this one so that the rest <laughs> of the world might live, that's fair, right? I'm kind of with Rob on this one. If I have to go there to be present for it in order for it to happen, I will gladly go down with that ship. This will be my Titanic. Rob and I will be playing in the fucking band as Florida sinks into the sea, and I will be happy for every goddamn second of it. Look, Tell if you had if you had a saw state off the U.S., right? Like, if you're at all a thinking person and you live in Florida, you have to know that there comes with a certain amount of responsibility, and that is accepting that yeah, this place is shit, and if someone's got to go, eh, it's probably got to be me and my folks. Word. Totally deserve. I mean, if we can't lose Mississippi, then <laughs> I guess. Look, we we've spent extensive time in both of them, and God, we have. That's so. Not oh. to brag, but spent <laughs> actually, a lot of time in sh really shitty states. I go back and forth. Mississippi might be worse than Florida, but Florida, I think, for like sheer quantity of evil and ability to influence the entire country. Uh, it, it beats Mississippi out at the end of the day. True, true, true. I wouldn't Florida's wish. I wouldn't wish either. I wouldn't wish either on my worst enemy. Your worst enemy would probably fucking love Florida. You can open carry <laughs> on a DDR machine. It's great. <laughs> That's true. My worst enemy would love both of those places. Hell yeah. Mississippi actually has some stuffiness where people are like, "Uh, you're doing racism, huh?" Hmm. Uh, I remember when my great grandpappy oh, did racism and. <laughs> Hmm. You remind me of him a little then. bit. So novel, so eager. Anyway, bless your heart. Mississippi is a state that still has seg academies. Segregation, well, maybe not By still, the way, but until recently they did. I mean, a lot, a lot of places got unofficial seg academies, uh, but... uh, <laughs> You could get rejected from a seg academy in Mississippi. That's the difference. <laughs> By the way... Rejected from Seg Academy. See you on the episode title. Yeah, that's that's fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, so obviously, Florida was the first thing I looked at because I delight and any it, Schadenfreude is at its highest for me when Florida is having terrible things happen to it. So that's the first thing I looked at. But this is 
It's a really dense tome of hyper explicit details about climate change, what's needed to be done in all of these regions, how precisely they're going to be affected. Uh, I recommend you pull it up, honestly, just to figure out what's going on in your fucking state so you know what to expect. That part is pretty legible. They put an overview. They even, I will say this, the best thing about this is these these are all pretty brilliant scientists went out of their way to do a frequently asked questions. It's literally, how do you know it's warming? Like the, it's them spoon feeding climate change science to fucking morons. I'm sure it'll all get ignored. I know it will. Yeah, I was going to say, what a waste of time. I know. Well, I, so what I, this this is sort of like the hyper-detailed scientific description of what's happening, right? And it pairs really nicely with this New Yorker article that came out about uh, two weeks ago called uh, How Extreme Weather is Shrinking the Planet. And this is, if if the climate report is the sort of quantitative data about like, oh, well, the sea level will rise 0.5 meters if the temperature rises by one degree. The New Yorker is, here are the evil motherfuckers who are creating this problem. It's it's the story behind all of it. And there's, honestly, the entire article is incredible and, and easily one of the most infuriating things I've ever read in my fucking life. But they have one or two good ways to understand how bad things are right now. Uh, for instance, the extra heat that we trap near the planet every day is equivalent to the heat from 400,000 bombs the size of the one that was dropped in Hiroshima. It's the daily additional heat that we're trapping. But the part of this that was really good is, is knowing who the enemies are. How did this get to this fucking place? Well, largely it happened because of fossil fuel Point industries. Mining? I mean, that's certainly assisting things, yeah. It's fossil fuel industry. Exxon specifically in the 70s and early 80s, they knew this was happening. They did a ton of research on it. They sent some tankers uh, around the Atlantic with CO2 detectors to figure out how fast oceans could absorb the carbon. And they, were, they had pretty conclusively um, discovered that like in order to head off global warming and all these catastrophic events that are going to occur, we'll need to quote it, it will quote require major reductions in fossil fuel they took that and they said well but how can we make money off of it and so they took that and some amazing climate models that uh this nasa scientist put together in order to figure out how low their drilling costs in the arctic would go that's what they did with the climate models that they helped build don't forget uh, raising the height of the oil platforms. Yes, yes. I was going to bring that up. I love that. Yep, yep. Thank, thank you for that, Exxon. It's not enough that they planned for it and they plan to make money off of it. They also, uh, some unnamed public affairs manager issued an internal memo recommending the company emphasize the uncertainty in the scientific data about climate change. That was in 88 since then, that, that strategy is what has led to our current situation uh, with the assistance of, I had actually forgotten about this, uh, the second Bush, when he was elected, had a campaign promise to uh, treat carbon dioxide as a pollutant. Cheney, this is going to shock you, the guy who worked for an oil company, helped convince him otherwise. And then Frank Luntz, Frank fucking Luntz, the piece of shit that you see on TV now doing polling, well... He decided to produce a little internal memo that they all followed after that, where he stole the same strategy from Exxon and these other fossil fuel companies, where he said, 
quote, should the public come to believe that the scientific issues are settled, their views about global warming will change accordingly. Therefore, you need to continue to make the lack of scientific certainty a primary issue in the debate. Frank Luntz, by the way, if you don't know who he is, looks exactly like the adult version of Garrett from Community. Crisis alert. That's Garrett Frank fucking Luntz. From, oh, yeah. It's identical. I, it's actually like astonishing how similar they look. I've always described him as exactly what you think he looks like based on his name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will I will say there is one other thing the oil companies did all do. They started a lot of uh, a lot of think tanks and policy places named things like the the hot hot and wild summer institute that uh that you know decided to write to to pay people to write things that were a bit friendlier to their to their point of view. Oh. Recently in the midterm election, both Colorado and Washington State had some pretty solid uh ballot referenda on there that would reduce in colorado is literally like the saddest thing uh please sir will you please not frack near schools and then washington state was an actual attempt at a carbon tax which is probably too fucking late for that to really do much and both of those the fossil fuel industry outspent the people pushing them like 40 to 1 so those of course both got uh, defeated easily even colorado Pretty much every blue or left thing on the Colorado ballot got voted in, except don't put fracking near schools and children and people's homes. No, no, no. Fuck that shit. These people need to make their money. The whole climate change issue is incredibly infuriating because all of this can be stopped. All of this can be fixed, but it requires, once again, prying the lich fingers of the boomers off of the fucking controls don't so give them credit for fix it, it. Uh, i know you meant that as derogatory but actually lich is an honorific in my culture <laughs> so don't just throw it willy-nilly on every boomer I a, lot, a lot goes into being a lich so I, you're right i apologize that is giving them too much credit boomers aren't like liches i like to imagine them as like the dwarfs from dungeons and dragons where they're like Oh, have you seen Venezuela? <laughs> That's all. That's all I have. <laughs> I was enough. Thank you for your contributions. No, I, I was just going to say, it's like it, there's so many little things that or big things that make up the, 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 the fossil fuel consumption problem. Like we, right. we need to reduce... We need to reduce consumption in general. We need to switch over to – we need to raise fuel standards. We need to uh, institute mass transit. We, this – like there's a million problems at every step of the way to fix, to to get to this. And I mean – and even if the US reduces it, we still have China and India, which are uh, still – trying to or basically trying to build middle classes which basically means getting tens to hundreds of millions of people who want to become consumers like americans and holy fuck is that going to destroy the world china is already pushing harder and faster towards renewables than we are right i i agree them industrializing is a problem but they recognize the problem and are aggressively trying to solve it they they're they're aggressively trying to solve it but that's they're still their production is also titanic it, it is but at the end of the day theirs has been a blip compared to ours and while theirs is large right now 
they also per capita are still under where we're at. Still. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Well, I mean, per capita, I mean, the only fucking people there are in China. But, but the per capita <laughs> thing is important for this, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, oh, I agree. It's just like, yeah, between that and between like also like uh like africa as well is going to be a big problem well actually that's pretty much where all the all the worst pollution is going to end up it looks like but there's i don't know like i i i mean we definitely have to do this but i don't know how we will so when i say it's easy i mean it's a solvable problem there's an apocalypse coming all of it is stuff that we can just stop fucking doing, right? We, and we have solutions. It's not even like, oh, well, we have no possible alternative. Like, no, we've been building the alternatives. They're cheaper than they've ever been. They're actually semi-viable. You can start aggressively reducing uh, carbon emissions in the main polluting countries right fucking now. But we lack the political will to do it. And we lack the political will to do it because it is inconvenient because as Mike Lee said he hasn't seen a single solution that doesn't hurt the economy because all they fucking care. <laughs> exactly. All they fucking care about all Mike Lee, by the way, the dude who voted against and held up a bill that was going to give relief to Flint after the water crisis. That's the motherfucker who thinks yep. we should worry about the economy before all the people living in the fucking economy. Right. But yep. these are all I mean, solvable, I will say, but it requires like, people in positions of power fucking doing something anything yeah i mean all i can say is i hope aos i mean i hope aoc takes off in such a way her her plan the, the green um what what am i why am i blanking on this come on just talk over me and say what it actually is the, the green climate or their green bills yeah the, the green new the, deal the green new deal yes thank you like that 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 is a solution we need like we need that by God, do we need that? <laughs> no, I agree. It, it, but again, the end message here is this is solvable, right? This is solvable, but it requires people in positions of power willing to fucking do it. This is you. Do you right. think this is the easiest thing in the world? There is an apocalypse coming. Okay, what are the solutions? Do we know them? Like, oh, we do actually know the solutions. Okay, uh, do we have to go back to Stone Age? No, no, no. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of pain for certain companies. But largely, we'll be pretty okay. We just got to start doing it right now. All right, cool. So what's what's the problem? And what's taking so long? Oh, well, the rich old people would rather just stay super, super rich instead of just super rich. Uh, and so they're just going to hold us all hostage. Oh. I guess I, I guess I just have a different view of doable than you. Like, I mean, we're talking about a country that can't even have its police stop shooting people. It is. I, I didn't say by doable, I don't mean politically. I mean... These are tasks that are relatively simple to accomplish at the scale we're talking about. The fucking world is basically going to end. Everything that's being asked is real, real fucking easy compared to the apocalypse that's coming. Compared to the shit that we put together to deal with World War II, this is a smaller ask. Yeah, but they'll all be dead Yeah, before then. I, that's the fucking problem is they want to wait until they're dead to fix it. And by then it might be too fucking late. Once again, another reason to force the goddamn boomers out of positions of power and take over. The quote on the New Yorker article, by the way, that really reveals how depressing this is. This is, this is the earth we've lived on for millennia, right? Quote, as a result, the particular politics of one country for one half century will have changed the geological history of the earth. USA! 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 Woo! You did it, boomers. 
You, you didn't just ruin this country. You killed the whole fucking earth. Congratulations. You know, at least it makes Mad Max make a lot more sense. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, you, 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 like, as a kid and te- teenager watching those movies, you're like, wow, this is rad. This is awesome. But how is it the apocalypse and everyone has, like, gas-guzzling supercars? But, you know, thinking about it now, I guess the answer was always right in front of us. That's what we're going to have. That will be the one thing left. Hell yeah, boomers. Two men enter, one man leave. Break a deal, spin the wheel. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you uh, next week.